Coming up, we're going to be talking about how there's been a major shakeup in Disney Studios, also talking about how streaming has finally overtaken linear television and much more. But before we go any further, make sure you do hit that subscribe button to keep up with the latest Disney Plus news. Hi, it's Roger here from what's on at DisneyPlus.com. It's time for a quick Disney Plus news roundup. Let's start off talking about a major change at Walt Disney Studios because after 15 years, the president of Walt Disney Studios Live Action is going to be stepping away, Sean Bailey. Now, he has been behind some of the biggest films over the last 15 years. All those live action remakes which have made tons of money. You know, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, etc. He has been behind all of them. He started back with the company when he started working on Tron Legacy and he's going to be finishing off uh, with a production of Tron Aries. So that's going to be like his final job and he's going to be staying on as a producer for that one. But yeah, he's effective immediately. He has now left. Um, in its place, they've what they've done is they've had a little bit of a reshuffle. David Greenbaum will be taking over as the new president of Disney Live Action and 20th Century Studios, and he'll be reporting to Disney's Entertainment co-chairman Alan Bergman. Now, this is very interesting on a couple of different levels. Now, first off, I actually think it makes a lot of sense if you've got two presidents in charge of Searchlight Pictures. Well, you don't do you need to, do you, you know. Um, so yeah, moving one over, you've got one less executive, so you're spending a lot less money, and makes sense. I think we've seen a lot of the stuff of what's been going on with the purchase of 20th Century Fox, and kind of bringing them into the fold, and working out what to do with everyone. So essentially, getting rid of an executive was going to save some money, and I think therefore, you know, it just makes sense now um, for this. I also think it makes sense for Disney and 20th Century to be more in intertwined, especially with the live action stuff, so they don't fall on top of each other but also it's just you know just makes sense from that point of view we're going to be seeing plenty of new films coming out from the live action side of 20th century studios later this year we have got a new alien film we've got planet of the apes and some other ones as well and Searchlight pictures um david has been behind some of the biggest films over the last decade you know you've got things like uh the shape of water poor things you've got the budapest hotel there's so many films and he's been behind and got loads of like uh, support and this could really bring in a new era for Disney um, in terms of its live-action movies because you look at the history of stuff that he's worked on on Searchlight Pictures and there's lots of weird stuff lots of different stuff and I think this is going to help kind of maybe allow for Disney to kind of do something a little bit different but more importantly and I think this is a key thing it's going to allow Disney to maybe explore doing smaller budget stuff and experiment a little bit more because under Sean, it's been very, very generic, very, very safe, and all I really kind of think of when you look at back at the last 15 years of him being there, most of which are live-action remakes and maybe sequels and, and like re prequels and stuff, but most of them are remakes, and they have they have just like gone to the well so many times. They have everyone is bored of them. Every time there's a new one announced, people just moan. It's just along the lines of we don't need them. You know, they've done so many of them and they did so well, but then they just went in and in and in. And I think him, with Sean leaving, I think this is good. Hopefully it means we're going to see less of them. Um, we've still got that Moana one that they're kind of working on, but other ones are kind of, we don't know if they're going to be happening. I think Disney need to just put that idea and go like, well, maybe we do one like every five years and we do something when it makes sense to do it, if there's a good script or something. But yeah, they just went overboard. I mean, then they turned out a load for Disney+. Plus. We had the Pinocchio one and Lady and the Tramp and Peter Pan and Wendy. And 
I, yeah, you look at like the list. I mean, Sean has been behind some of the biggest films. I mean, he pulled in apparently over $7 billion at the box office from the movies that he helped um, create. And that's fantastic from Disney, but there's no doubt about it. The last few years, that has definitely gone. We're not having the same um, impact. And Disney are going to have to make some changes. We're having a lot of impact now with these activist investors trying to change things up, trying to think, move things around. And um, they want to change. Disney is not working right now. The creative focus isn't working and they need to do something different. And I think bringing in someone from Searchlight We'll give a fresh look, you know, give them a fresh way of looking at stuff, get them used to doing maybe some live action movies that are a little bit more, um, not necessarily the same way as Searchlight because, um, you know, some of them are a little bit kooky and won't go to mass audiences, but if they can do something a little bit more interesting and bring those budgets down, they might be able to continue to make some good stuff, put them out in cinemas, etc., and then bring them onto Disney Plus afterwards. Disney used to make a lot more live action stuff lately. It's just, like I said, it's just been just sequels and remakes. So just, there just doesn't seem to be any excitement. I know like people aren't going to see uh, sort of new movies in the same way, but there needs to be a better mix than what we've got. And it kind of feels like maybe sort of Sean got to that point of they were greenlighting so many live action remakes, it just wasn't hitting the same. And yeah, I think bringing in someone new is exactly what Disney needs. I think it's gonna help with just a, a creative refocus. They can turn around and say, look, we've made some changes. We're going to try and work on this, try and get some more cost synergies with 20th Century Studios because they can put out some great stuff and maybe you use that branding for anything that you're maybe not entirely too sure fits under the Disney brand. Use 20th Century. They spend all that money on it. Use it. This is the advantage of 20th Century. You can put out stuff that's maybe not quite... Disney and you can kind of have a little bit more fun with it and I think they need to embrace that side a little bit more so I, I think this is a good move um was a little bit shocked that it happened but at the same time I'm not because they need they need to be seen to be making some big creative changes to in order to boost up the stock and to get the company back online and just doing the same thing over and over again is not necessarily going to work when that is just simply going down but this is going to be difficult, um, I think, in the long run of what's going to happen. I'm going to have to get used to some changes. Probably most of the films that we're seeing over the next few years aren't necessarily going to be affected. This is going to take a while to kick in. But yeah, I'm really hoping that we start seeing a little bit more um, original content and less live-action remakes. I think we'll all agree. They've just, they've just done that one to death and it's time to let them go. Don't just then go, right, well, we've done them, now we're going to go back and redo them, or, you know, we're going to do Frozen, and we're going to do Tangle, and just start, just in all the Pixar films, just let them go. Let this thing go. So, yeah, I, I kind of, and that's that kind of weird thing, if I think of, like, all the live-action movies from the last, like, 10, 15 years in Disney, and so many of them were just remakes. But let us know what you think of this. Do you think it's a good thing? Do you not? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this in the comments below. Moving on from there, let's now talk about a brand new animated series from Japan called The Fable, which is going to be coming to Disney Plus around the world on April the 7th. It's going to be airing on a traditional linear channel in Japan first, I suspect. As with all kind of star originals in the US, um, I expect it'll be on Hulu and Hulu on Disney Plus and then Disney Plus for the rest of us. The fable is about a man who has been trained as a killer since childhood and who annihilates any enemy within six seconds. And the story is about an invincible killing genius commonly known as a fable who one day receives a sudden order from his boss of his organization to not kill anyone for a year and ends up living in a completely brand new life. This is like the latest manga series to be coming from Disney and we've seen lots of them in the past that Disney have been teaming up with and we're really kind of building up this area which I think is great to see 
very popular, but also you know, translates globally much easier. We've seen things like with Tokyo Revengers, you've got the Undead Unluck, and you've got our Bleach, and loads of other ones, and they just keep coming, and I think this is great. I think this is a, a real, you know, using these shows, and the, I think they just, it's a great way of offering different content for people around the world on Disney+, Plus. but are you interested in the fable? Love to hear your thoughts on this in the comments below. Moving on from there, let's now talk about some streaming news, because um, according to a new report from Ampia Analysts, who are saying that the streaming revenue for this year in the third quarter of 2024 will hit $17.3 billion, overtaking traditional pay television, which is currently going to be expected to hit at $16.7 billion. This will be the very first time that streaming has overtaken linear television in terms of how much money it takes. We've seen a sharp incline in the amount of money that streaming makes from signing up new members, but also with prices going up, with the addition of ad tier. The ad tier is really making a big difference. Um, Apparently like 9 billion this year is going to be coming in from adverts and that's expected to continue to grow and just over time streaming is going to keep going up and linear is going down. So, But we're at that point now where the cross is going over. We've seen the streaming companies all moving to try and make them more profitable and yeah. We're definitely at that point. Disney now views like linear and streaming as 50-50, which is, would be about right. If you look at like the money right now, if if it now overtaking it, we're now looking at the point where it is kind of like 50-50, but the streaming is just gonna keep going up, which is why they've been so heavily investing in like Hulu and Bamtech and just kind of new content, because they wanna be, they may wanna overtake Netflix, but they're likely, Disney's likely gonna be the second uh, streaming service uh, maybe behind Amazon. It depends on if you count Amazon. I always like look at that one a little bit weird of like They kind of inflate the numbers because they include all the shows and movies that you can buy Which I don't think it's kind of got we've got all these sh and a whole load of stuff that most people will never watch but nevertheless That's just Amazon, but yeah, so this is a big deal We're really gonna start seeing I think streaming is, is just becoming the standard way of most people watching television Yeah, and linear television is dropping off that doesn't necessarily mean that linear is dead tomorrow They're still it's still gonna be pulling in money for years to come, but all the streaming companies are At that point now where they're trying to balance books and trying to level out where they are and yeah make some money from it because Ultimately if they don't make any money from it, it's not going to continue now Disney always said that Disney Plus would be profitable by 2024, and they are looking to get there. Um, lots of moving around and jiggling around with like doing deals like with Charter, where they can get 15 million subscribers every month, and they're kind of locked in with this contract, which is kind of good for them. And you know, we're seeing again price rises. We're going to be seeing the the clampdown in password sharing, which is expected to boost it up. So yeah, it is good for Disney. And I think in the long run, this is good for us as consumers because this bubble that we've been in has popped and unless they start making money, we're gonna see a drastic reduction in the amount of content we get unless they start making money from it. Um, you know, movies need to be making money at cinemas and they need to get advertising and stuff. You know, if they don't make any money, they're not gonna make any of this stuff. So it is important that they do it, but we are seeing a general contraction in the business as they're all trying to work out how to do it, how not to do it. Um, but yeah, so it's definitely a big move moving forward, I think, now with the fact that we've reached this point. And I think it's a, you know, we've known it's been coming. You know, we've been seeing that the, the numbers been growing up, but now we know that you know, they're now making more money from streaming than they are from linear. Of course, the old studios like Disney loved linear because they got you to pay for every channel whether you watched it or not. It was perfect for them. It didn't have the same system here in the UK. You couldn't quite get. 
But the fact that they got you all to pay for ESPN, whether you watch sports or not, was a, was a great money spinner. And unfortunately, that is not happening again. So this is why they're going with all these bundles and stuff to try and bring a little bit of that back. But let us know what you think of all this. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this in the comments below and any other stories from today. Let's now jump into our question of the day. And if you've got a question that you want to ask about something today, or something else, I will pick out a good one. I might even pick out a couple of good ones if they're really good, and I will speak with them um, tomorrow. Our question today comes from Primus Movie Collection, who says, do you have any inside information on Disney Plus release date for Wish? I assume late March, April, due to the physical media release competition avoidance. So I think you bring out some good points there about um, avoidance, and I think that is the key thing. The main thing right now is it's been released on digital, and they want you to go and buy it. They want to make some money, and we're really seeing now Disney, along with the other studios, trying to push the digital releases a little bit more because um, they make more money from it and they want to make you go to the cinema and trying to break that habit of you expecting it to arrive on Disney Plus really quickly and so like extending that out a little bit and I think we are going to see more than just three months I think we're going to start seeing four and five months becoming the standard like we had a little bit like with the Indiana Jones film last year rather than that just straight up 90 days and get it on there I think I think they want to delay it out a little bit so whether or not it's about avoiding the physical media thing, um, I think there's a little bit of that because obviously they want to sell that and make some money from it. But I do think that people that are buying discs are essentially now a different customer to people that are going to watch on Disney+. Plus. People that are watching on Disney+, Plus are not going to buy a DVD. Probably most, I mean, we'll all have some, I know there'll be some, but generally I'd probably say like 95% of them aren't going to do it. But I I could see it either being March or April. Now, I actually am leaning more to April for one big reason. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is coming on the 15th of March. And that is the big concert film that they put out in cinemas. And I think that kind of makes sense as the big one. Um, I wouldn't be at all surprised as well if Poor Things drops on to Hulu and Disney Plus and Disney Plus around the world um, in March as well. And so therefore they might want to push Wish back into April to be one of the big releases. Maybe about the time of, um, maybe the beginning of April, something like that. You know, with like the annual shareholders of kind of a thing. But also, generally you're seeing now, Disney doesn't like to promote the release of any new movie that coming to Disney Plus until way after the digital release. Because they try not to cannibalize the sales. If they come out and say, this new film is coming out on digital, DVD, and Disney Plus on these dates, people will just hold out. So they don't tell you about Disney Plus and hope that people will just go, oh, I'll watch it and stuff. So yeah, so it's like today, for example, Poor Things is out on digital, so that will give that a couple of weeks. I wouldn't be at all surprised if that film also drops onto Hulu and Hulu on Disney Plus in the US, Disney Plus around the world in March. And I think Taylor Swift and Poor Things is, is good enough as two major titles and then you move Wish back um, and make that one of the central titles for um, April. I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, because it's they've got to spread this stuff out because this is the next big problem. Is obviously after the release of uh, Wish, we're having a big window where there's not a lot of movies coming out. Um, I think what, like this year, we've not had any major titles come out. And so therefore that is going to give a big big area of nothing so I imagine that's why Wish will likely probably be April but I could be completely wrong it's just a pure guess it could go 50-50 but again this is why they don't include it in if you actually look back at any of the histories of whenever they make an announcement about the upcoming month they rarely ever will say the big movie title is coming because um 
yeah, it's it just, it's very tricky with this. I've just, but trying to guess it, I think we're definitely in that zone now of it's a little bit longer than we were used to. Whether or not that's good for cinemas, better for digital sales and making more money, it's better for Disney. For us, I think we all quite like that short time, but I don't think realistically that was something that was ever going to be able to sustain. But let us know what you think of this. And if you've got a question for tomorrow, let me know in the comments below. If you just got a comment about something today, just I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Remember to go check us out over at what's on Disney Like, follow, and subscribe, and I shall see you guys soon. Laters.